Hello, listeners, and welcome to Talk to Touch, the weekly podcast where I discuss living an LGBTQ plus life to build a strong and united community, because connection starts with open conversation. I am your host, Denver Shy. I am up, showered, dressed, and sitting at the breakfast table. I'm eating my morning muesli. It's something I usually make for myself. So easy to make. And I've got my coffee. So what are you going to do without me, James, for a few days? Party. No, you're not. You're going to be (laughs) miserable. Thoroughly miserable. (laughs) Oh, bless. It is definitely going to be interesting. I've just checked the weather and there's a slight chance of rain tomorrow, but we should be okay. So that's quite cool. My case is upstairs, almost packed. All my gadgets and everything is... Everything is um, charged. Yeah, I think I've got everything sorted. My main thing was the travel sickness tablets because I'm really not very good at travelling. So just sitting here at the moment, it's about quarter past seven. I'm meeting my friend at the coach station and uh, we'll see how we get on. Hopefully she's up. She goes to bed so late. I mean, like two in the morning. Getting up early is definitely not her thing. So we'll see. But anyway, I'm going to carry on with my breakfast. I was sitting there thinking about why I was looking forward to going to Pride or why I wanted to go. And I wanted to go to be a part of the community to celebrate the LGBTQ plus community, how far we've come, the things that have been achieved and the visibility and also being able to celebrate because there are so many places in the world where having a pride march pride parade is never going to happen at this point in time for some places anyway because of the laws against the lgbtq plus community whereas here i have the freedom to celebrate so why not take that opportunity rather than almost wasting it. I feel like for me it would be a complete waste if I have the chance to do that. For tomorrow, Birmingham Pride to me is celebration and being a part of that and also speaking to as many people as I can and hearing their stories and listening to their voices, what they have to say about being there and I hope I get the opportunity to share that with you. I'm also thinking If I get super carried away with celebrating, will I forget to speak to anyone? (laughs) I'm hoping I don't. So, yeah, I'm super looking forward to it. It's going to be it's going to be great. It's going to be a really good time. I think, like I said in my last episode, I will be going to Black Pride next year. That really is going to be an experience. But, you know, let's start with Birmingham Pride and uh, go from there. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I'll catch up with you later. We are now sitting on the coach and my friend Tiff is here. Are you awake, Tiff? Yeah. <laughs> what time did you get to bed? Four. <laughs> Four a.m.? That is crazy. Oh my gosh, the coach is, is like nine o'clock and you went to bed at... Four. <laughs> <laughs> this girl's crazy, seriously. So what I will be doing is listening to my audiobook and I'm going to let her sleep because Yay. she... <laughs> she is definitely going to need it. That is mad. So, all set, all sorted, and waiting to kick off.
There we go. I think I'm going to stop jibber jabbering because Tiff already looks like she's ready to. <laughs> she is going to nod off. Oh my god. Yeah, she's already halfway gone. Bless her. Catch up with you later. We have arrived and we are now in our hotel room. It's quite funny because when they take photos of hotel rooms, they always seem much larger than they really are. But this is great. It's fine. There's a double bed and there's a bunk on top. Actually, it looks like quite a decent size. Yeah, so the bunk goes across the head of the two people sleeping underneath. So it's not bad. You know what? We are not here for a hotel holiday we are here for pride and we just walked through gay village i am telling you i am getting changed and i am heading on back out why would i stay in my hotel room budget hotel it's in the name but it's clean it's good there's plenty of space the coach trip now let me just tell you a bit about that i talk to anti-travel sickness tablets two hours before i left let's just put it this way Within 20 minutes, I was ready to throw up. I thought, if I have to ask the driver to stop, they're going to make me walk. Because there is no way they can stop, start, stop, start. So Tiff ended up sitting behind me. And the whole journey, I was horizontal on the seat. Fortunately, that worked. I did take another tablet. And I think it kind of helped. But I tell you, the funniest part of that trip... Because I tell you what, that bit wasn't funny. Have you ever been to the toilet on a coach that has really good suspension it's going around corners and it's bouncing like a ball trust me that was um, very entertaining too much information but I never ever ever sit down on toilet seats outside of my home so balancing was very interesting and on top of that oh thank goodness I have some decent strength in my arms because hanging on to that railing I'm telling you now, you have to just make sure you know what you're doing. Lordy, lordy. But not that you really needed that much information. But anytime you get the chance to go to a toilet on a coach and you don't sit on the seat, have that conversation with yourself. It's really good fun. So we are waiting for the other attendee to arrive. And he's arriving on the train so we're just going to get changed sort ourselves out because one of the first things we've got to do is get something to eat because we are absolutely starving and then I think we are definitely heading out into Gay Village I might have to get a different outfit because I'm not 100% sure of the one I'm wearing the thing is when we left ABBA it was cloudy, cold we've arrived in Birmingham and it is certainly warmer than the weather map indicated it would be so I think we're a little overdressed for the weather but uh, hey that's okay we're gonna find some places to sit and eat and then um, let the fun begin oh my god my knees hurt my body aches I don't think I've danced so much in years it's 7.36 at the minute and my two companions are giving me a hard time because um, they want to stay in bed till four this afternoon. It's not going to be possible. You're talking into your phone right next to me. Hang on a minute. I'm going to get her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get her to say hello to you. Are you going to say hello? No. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear just what I have to contend with? I've got two people with whom I'm sharing a room. You're crazy. You're 
30 talking into your phone. <laughs> this is Tiff. First thing in the morning. The sun is shining and she wouldn't let the sun in. Tiff, can I open the blind and let the sun in? No. Did you hear that voice? <laughs> That's what you get from people dancing till ungodly hours in the morning. Right, I'm going to get dressed and uh, leave my two companions. Oh, hold on. Are you alive, Nathan? Yeah. Ah, oh, you see, Nathan's alive. He's a little bit more civil. Tiff, on the other hand, well... Anyway, I'm going to get dressed and go looking for breakfast. I'm sitting in a Weatherspoons at the moment. We've just had some breakfast. The Dragon Inn, I think it's called. And, um... You know what? I'm waking up a bit more now. It was good fun this morning. Bit of a hoot. Now... I would say the thing that I'm learning a lot about being here at Pride is the acceptance of different people for others and recognising my own fears and concerns and worries from my own past experiences, which I will share with you at some point. It's good. I've really, I'm really enjoying it and meeting so many different people. I'm hoping that I get the opportunity to do some more interviews today and uh, see how we get on. I do have my camera, so I'm determined to get as many pictures as possible so that I can uh, share that with you on my social media and on my website. It'll be great. Right, I'm going to disappear because my fellow pals are here and I'll fill in with you later. Bye. I've just found my way to our start-off point and I've just met... Steve. <laughs> and it's just great. They've uh, been so welcoming because I thought I was going to be well and truly lost. So it's been great. So you're here yeah. joining your first... Absolutely. Yeah, long overdue. Um, joining the university's contingent. Um, I'm from Birmingham City University. Been working there for quite a long time, about nine years. Oh, and, wow. you know, this is the year for me. So, oh, you know, gosh. I've been through some stuff, but just feel like time to kind of just express myself a little bit more and I'm really excited what happened that made you feel you wanted to do this at this point at this moment what was that kickoff point for you I think coming out of the pandemic as well just kind of when everybody was kind of closed in a bit and I kind of kind of closed myself in far too much Hmm. started to realize that and then you know it can get difficult when you're always you're stuck in and perhaps you're not surrounded by your community and you can feel really isolated is that what happened for you yeah absolutely and I kind of got detached from the gay community if I'm honest I was kind of had some bad experiences of it in a different area of the country Mm. and so I kind of got turned off by it but then I realised actually no there's a lot out there to enjoy so yeah. I've been on a bit of a journey so I am dead excited oh I mean your story sounds very similar to mine because when I first came out my experiences were not that great so I went straight back in the closet yeah. and actually it was coming to university meeting so many different people from the community yeah. and it made me realise I wasn't living my true self absolutely. and being authentic and I thought yeah. I've got to do something about this absolutely yeah no it's the same for me I mean I've been out since I was at uni myself so it's not you know it's not like I haven't been you know living as a gay man but it's just I think I just wasn't living it to the full I guess you know and it's been really nice to start tapping into what places like the university are doing to support students who are you know transgender and gay and queer and all of that and you know it 
you know, my, my, my role at the university has tend to be quite kind of back office, but I've been able through, you know, contacts to start to kind of see what we can do better for our students and it's been very rewarding absolutely and so that's kind of opened yeah i'm kind of seeing things with fresh eyes excellent oh that's really great well i hope you have a really great time at pride yeah thank you I'm just in the queue waiting to set off and I've managed to kidnap two huge flags. But I'm just speaking to my first ally of the queer community. What's your name? Kofi. And what flag is it you're carrying? I'm carrying an old Joe flag, the first in the rainbow red, representing the University of Birmingham here today. Oh, excellent. Are you at the university? Yeah, I work in the student EDI team. So why are you here today at this uh, Pride event in Birmingham? I'm here to show my support for the LGBT plus community and show, an, show some allyship, you know what I mean? <laughs> that is really cool. So that's the biggest thing for you, just being here, being able to support. Mm. What was... And to have a good time. And to have a yeah, good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it that compelled you to be here why you felt that being here was important i felt being here was important because it's important to show it's important to show love for the community it's important to show love for all of our communities you know what i mean is there anybody that you know kofi who is queer that encouraged you to be here they encouraged me to be here oh i say you know what my uncle my uncle is gay and he like he's been such like a role model in my life for so long like he's just lived the coolest life out of anybody I know. Really? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Always got stories to me. Always got stories to me. And yeah, no, he's just a massive inspiration to me. Oh, excellent. Do you ever concerned about his sexuality? Did that ever bother you at any point? No, we were, we, uh, we were raised in a way where it wasn't... Like, it was never a thing. Like, you know, like, I mean, I'm mixed race. So, like, I'm half white, half black. And just, like, I was never raised in a way where, like... You know, it's like, oh, I've got a black side of the family, white side of the family. It was never a way where I was raised where, oh, these are my straight relatives and these are my gay relatives. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, I mean, it's family's family. It's all love. Like, it was never anything like that. It's really good because sometimes people do have a real issue with having queer relatives. But for yeah. you, it's just something that was beautiful because yeah. he inspired you. Yeah, always. And, I mean, I just want to see my uncle happy. You know what I mean? I don't... Like, I mean, yeah, I just want to see him happy. Oh, that is absolutely perfect, Kofi. Thank you very much. That's all right. This is such a ball. Honestly, the sun is shining and there are flags everywhere. That sounds like my contingent that we're actually setting off. I've got two huge flags which I'm waving. One is the pride flag and one is asexual. So... I'm looking forward to waving these and flying them high. This is going to be great, an absolute ball. It's such a beautiful day, I'm not kidding. The sun is so bright and everyone's in a good mood. Well, I think it's time to start walking. I'm sitting in the foyer of the Ibis Budget Hotel, waiting for my two companions who currently are asleep. So I think I need to go up and wake them up because the time's now six o'clock and I think this is let's get ready time and go back out. Now the wind has picked up. It's definitely a bit colder than it was. So the only downside with that is having to wrap up. But then when you get into a club or a bar, the next thing you know, you're roasting and you're having to carry your coat, which is a right pain. So we'll see. We'll see. But it's been a marvellous day. I've absolutely enjoyed myself. In fact, it's felt quite emotional at times because I don't wave flags. I certainly do not wave the English, the British flag, the Union Jack. I just don't ever wave it. And so 
to find myself waving a flag and being surrounded by such amazing energy, it really was quite emotional. It was definitely an experience I didn't expect. And I don't really know how to put it into words, but meeting so many different people with diverse experiences... Everybody is just so glad to be here. I'm glad I did Birmingham Pride first. A few people have said London would have been a bit much for your very first Pride. It would have been quite intense. So actually doing this one here has been, has been great. I would definitely come back. And in fact, next year, I think what I will do is try some smaller, more community Prides as well so that I get a chance to experience others that are not as big as this one. We do have our badge to, or bracelet actually, to get into the street party. So we're going to thoroughly enjoy that and the, the whole area actually. So very, very blessed, very fortunate that we were, we were given those. I will definitely be sending a thank you card to my contact that enabled us to join the parade. That was so kind of him to allow us to do that considering, you know, I just dived in and decided to ask. What have I learned? Today I've learned that everybody has their experience and at the end of the day, most people, or everybody actually, wants to live in peace and freedom and just live the life that they choose to live without judgement, without threat, without harassment. And when I stood to one side at one point watching the different people passing, watching them talk and laugh together... I did think if people just allowed those within the community to live their lives as they choose, there would be far less strife and aggravation and grief. Watching them, it really did warm my heart, just seeing people being able to hold hands in the open, being able to kiss each other in the open without worry, without feeling that there's a chance that they could be attacked or harassed at any moment. And it's a shame when you feel that that can happen because you're being authentic and true to yourself. Now, I certainly hope that things continue to change as they are and continue to head in the right direction because it doesn't matter who you love so long as your love is genuine, so long as you're with the person you want to be with, so long as you are where you want to be. And it does make a huge difference to how you view your life and how you see yourself. I really do hope that things move forward in a positive way. And as I've said before, we always have to keep fighting for our freedoms. For those of us that experience oppression, experience hatred, for those of us that experience that, we know we have to keep fighting for our rights so that we can live our lives as we see fit. And... Any time we take our foot off the pedal, I think we're in trouble because before you know it, things turn round, things change, and we don't know how we ended up back to where we started. And so, in some cases, things get worse. So being able to join a Pride march and seeing people come together and laugh and talk of the, as though they've known each other forever, it's just marvellous. And knowing that... You are part of a community, you belong, that you have a group of people that acknowledge your existence and that see you. 
I do believe there is hope, especially for those that are coming up after us, the younger generation who are coming up, and for them, this is their norm. We want the world, we want societies to say, yeah, you know what, gender is fluid. So as I look around and see people coming in and out of the foyer, and they're smiling, and they've got the spring in their step, and they're covered in their flag, and it's great. It really is. And for the LGBTQ plus community, whichever aspect of that community that you are in, I really wish for you freedom and happiness and to be able to live as who you are because there's nothing more restricting than having to hide and you can't hide forever. It's so damaging and it doesn't make life enjoyable. Life needs to be enjoyable and the only way that that can happen is if we are allowed and if we are enabled to be who we are without having to justify it. No one wants to justify their existence, but for people to be respectful and to let you live in peace. I think I'm gonna go up now and wake up my companions and say, right, come on peeps, let's get on out there. So that's why I came here, definitely not to sit in the foyer. So I think it's time to get them up. Well, I have not long got up actually, it's 10.50. Mind you, in fairness, I did wake up quite early, but I sound like I have just been screaming for the whole weekend. My throat is so sore. However, I have had an absolute ball. It's just been an amazing experience. I'm now sitting in the cutest little coffee shop I've ever seen. One moment. Hi. Oh, bless you. Thank you so much. Oh, that looks delightful. Isn't it? Yeah, that's great. Thank you. Thank you very much. I've just ordered a, let me just check the menu, it's like a overnight oats, yeah, overnight oats compote, soaked with chia seeds, flapjack topping, it's got blueberries on the top, oh it's just divine, really lovely, but this is just the cutest little space I've ever seen, and actually I say little, but it's not small, it's an independent coffee roastery, and I certainly wanted to find somewhere that was independent, that was unique, that wasn't commercial, and I found it. And the funny thing is, it's right across the road from the hotel. How did I not see this space? So I've got my overnight oats, I've got my croissant, and I've got some black coffee heading my way. The perfect start to a morning. I thought I would say hello and let you know how I'm getting on. Oh, the coffee house actually is called Quarter Horse. Do you know what? I'm going to have to double check that, make sure I'm reading that properly. Mind you, I didn't drink that much over the weekend. My companions are still in bed. I don't do late mornings. You know, I think I'm dead along. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, that's div- wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> Cheers. Oh, you know, see, I'm all set up. I didn't want to have a typical commercial breakfast from somewhere like Weatherspoons, and I know they're fine, they're okay, but I wanted something a little bit more special today, so yes, I'm all packed and ready, just got to wait for my companions to get sorted. Well, I will definitely fill you in on how I feel about my first Pride and the events that have taken place. I will definitely let you know whether I will return to a Pride. I think we already know the answer to that one. 
but I'm going to wake myself up with my coffee and my overnight oats. Perfect start to any day. We have arrived at Birmingham coach station and we're just waiting for our coach. I thought it was supposed to be at four o'clock, but it looks like it's going to be at about quarter past four. So Tiff is keeping an eye on the timetable because I cannot see it from here. Are you keeping an eye on the timetable, Tiff? Yeah, I am. You Doesn't sure? seem like it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just very chill about how I approach things. Oh yeah, you're all you're like well laid back, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm totally looking at it. See, we just moved up. But See, she is so on on track. <laughs> Although she looks like she is not taking a blind bit of flipping notice. My goodness, just as well someone's keeping their eye on things, really. Because I, I get carried away and start chatting and suddenly go, oh my God, wait a minute. Uh, what am I doing? Do you think I've been organised this weekend, Tiff? Tell me about... Because there was a few things you said about me this weekend that were kind of like, your spatial awareness isn't great. <laughs> Tell me about my spatial... Tell my listeners about the spatial awareness thing. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. I think you uh, I think you get very excited and there's an enthusiasm. And so you forget what is happening around you. <laughs> that is so unfair. No, no, no. That's not... It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad quality. It's a very childlike... Like, it's wonderful. It's a wonderful thing, which is why I don't rein it in or I don't say it's bad. Because it's nice. You need to have that you know around you so no i think it's great yeah i didn't bump into too many people when i w- are you for serious right now <laughs> okay there are a few instances during the not many <laughs> what <laughs> there were a few instances where we were walking oh, okay listeners let me just explain this to you there are a few instances where we were walking along in the parade and i was looking around only I hadn't realised the people in front of me had stopped walking. And, of course, I kept walking. And we know how that ends. How many times did that happen, Tiff? That specific with that little group happened about twice. Um, then there was the person to the left of you. No, you... now you're just making this up. No, 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 that guy to the left of you who you kept hitting with the flag. And then there was the curly hair guy oh. where you started waving your flag really crazy. And I was like, the momentum of that, when you stop, the momentum is going to smack somebody in the head. <laughs> and sure enough, you hit the guy in the head with it. <laughs> and then there was the time where you hit the guy in front of us. And then because your reaction of hitting him, you hit the person behind you right after. Right, listeners, just take no notice of anything that she has just said. That is so not the truth. There's also the part that you almost drowned me in that flag. And I panicked because I couldn't find my way out of it. Do you know what, actually? In fairness, the flag was big. It was a big flag. It was a big... Come on, Tiff, the flag was big. Yeah, it was a big flag. It took, do you know what, listeners? It took more waving than I thought it would take. Remember how you took, like, five flags? Yeah, I did have five. <laughs> I had like And then you had all the little hand, the little ones that you wanted to hand out at the same time. Yeah. And then you were like, oh, we should have confetti. This is what I mean, your enthusiasm. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It was so much fun. But the spatial awareness thing, I have learned a lot about myself this weekend. I do appear to have spatial awareness issues. The flag was bigger. It was. I knew it was big, but when it came to waving it, it was bigger than I realised. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 
and I, I didn't take anybody's eye out. Okay, almost, but I didn't. No, you didn't. Can you hear that? No, you didn't. Now, doesn't that sound like there's another statement coming after that? No, no, you didn't. It, you, it sounds like you're justifying that everything was okay because you didn't send anybody to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst case scenario. <laughs> Nobody's eye came out. No one's eye came out. No, yeah, that's true. Okay, okay. Maybe next time I have a little paper flag. Do you think that's better for me? I think I agree with that, yeah. But do you think I will be satisfied with a small paper flag? I think you will. I think you think that you won't. But I think when you have it, Denver will kick in and your enthusiasm for that flag, you will wave it harder than anybody else with a giant flag. Thank you. Yeah. Can you can you hear the love here right now? I mean, <laughs> yes, I've learned a lot about myself this weekend. Absolutely. It has definitely been entertaining. Oh. Well, at least that's not us. So did you enjoy your pride parade? I did. Did you hear the hesitancy there, listeners? Oh, because there was, you know, I have problems with crowds and stuff. And you know I was very tense with the whole thing. But no, I I did. I'm glad that I came because it opened my eyes to the the, um, knowledge that I had of the LGBTQ community. (laughs) I have to say that slowly because Nathan told me I was saying it wrong. Um, The knowledge I had was very dated. Okay. It was from when I was at uni, which was a good... Almost 20 years ago at this point. Oh, oh, wow. So when, okay. like, when, how I told you all those different flags and stuff and, like, the kind of the smaller communities, like the leather guys yeah. that you interviewed, I had no idea any of that's going on. And it's always nice to be able to expand, especially with the work that I do. You know, you need to be able to know a li- these communities a little bit more, not make yourself an expert because you're not part of that community, um, but just to have an idea of what else is going on there, you know, that there's more than you think. I think it's important. So I love that I came and pushed myself out of my comfort zone. Yes, you did. You did very well, actually, considering (laughs) you're not a crowd person. You know, Tiff did very well, actually. Yeah, well done. Well done. I'm so (laughs) pleased she came with me. We had an absolute hoot. Thank you very much, Tiff. Yay!